a song. It's a song. It's a song. It's, it's a big popular song, but I don't like it because popular it's a great is song. not good. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. This is stupid. My name is Tyler, and four feet away from me is Jeff. We are together. We are uh, we're doing the pod together, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird, it's different, but it's kind of exciting, I guess. Um, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't wow. know if there's there's any other intro or whatever i don't know right what huh how do you hold your your mic do you hold like bob barker does like the i do fingers, yes or? like this with my finger out yeah okay. like that i usually hold it like this i don't know you don't like upside down hardcore Ups- like like that <laughs> like <cup it. laughs> yeah. okay like that. all right well i'm just yeah. getting a feel know. for it let me it be like this you know yeah there you go um okay what uh what are we doing today jeff uh lincoln park's hybrid theory known as Lincoln Park, formed in 1996 in Agora Hills, California, 
by Mike Shinoda on vocals, Brad Delson on guitar, Rob Borden on drums, and Dave Farrell on bass. They currently have seven full-length albums, 11 EPs, 16 demos, three live records, two comps, two remix albums, three soundtracks, and have sold over 100 million copies worldwide. But the album we're doing today is Hybrid Theory, and it is the band's first album. It was released October 24th, 2000. It features Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington on vocals, Brad Delson on guitar, Dave Farrell on bass, Rob Borden on drums, and Joseph Hahn on turntables and sampling. Hybrid Theory is also their most successful record to date, selling well over 30 million copies worldwide. Now, Jeff. Yes. What, what is your origin story with Linkin Park? Yes. Uh, so go. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the first time that I heard uh, Lincoln uh, Park. Um, I don't know, sir. But I do remember being like a teenager and thinking that this band was super dope because I was like, dude, I can like relate to all your lyrics and stuff, guys. And you're pretty heavy, and you do all like right, the rap rock stuff, and it's pretty like accessible to me. And I feel like you write music that like is like my life. So that's kind of what I felt. <laughs> and that's probably what you sounded like in seventh grade. Yeah. When you first heard this record. Yeah. Like it's not it's not bad. I mean, looking back on it now, there's there's I mean it's 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 riddled with errors. Correct. But Correct. um it's it's uh it's it's a good starting point for people <laughs> to kind of get into like the rap rock sound that didn't want to already do it and that you're spilling beer all over your I am I, I, I feel like Sloan right now. I mean, rap rock is not new to... to I mean, Linkin Park didn't invent the rap rock sound, and they didn't, like, perfect it. They didn't really do anything. They just... They made it kind of... Uh, <laughs> they made it kind of vanilla. They made it kind of accessible and, and kind yeah. of boring to everybody. Very true. So, Very true. You know, it's it's cool, and, and I, I think this album's a banger. Like, it's it's really good, and it's just a good output from a uh, a band that wanted to do... Something very accessible, and they did a good job. Yeah, they did. They did, they did, they did. Um, okay, so my, my origin story real quick. I remember hearing the One Step Closer for the first time on K-Rock, and I remember staying up at to 9 o'clock at night. Remember when they would do the, the top five at nine or something like that, the top yeah. five songs? Yeah. And One Step Closer was always number one for a long time. Oh, and uh, so. And yeah, so I would, I mean, that song I would listen to over and over again. And then I got this DVD uh, with just a bunch of like music videos of like rock bands of the time. So One Step Closer was on there. Uh, Rammstein's Du Hast was on there, the live version. And then I remember like Crazy Town was on there. Bef- not Butterfly, but the song before that. I don't remember the name of it. There's just like a bunch of random shit like that. And I just was obsessed with fucking Linkin Park. I just could not get enough of them. Could not get enough of Hybrid Theory. It was a banger. It's still a banger to this day. So, it's it's definitely a banger. But we 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 do understand that it's that it's, it's riddled with with bullshit. Yeah, with bullshit, with nostalgia, with, all that with good stuff. Patheticness. Yes, there are very cheesy moments on it, <laughs> and like you said, they are vanilla when it comes to rap rock. Yeah, Limbiscuit did it so much better. But well, dude, Run DMC did it better well, way yeah. earlier. I mean, it, and you know what's weird. Like, I mean, reading about rap rock and kind of going back into it, like Rick Rubin is like the dude almost, I don't want to say invented rap rock, but definitely kind of invented rap rock. Like yeah, he, he kind of did. Like Run DMC, Beastie Boys, <laughs> even the Chili Peppers, and then Linkin Park. Like, dude, yeah. he was there for all of it. 
Yeah, he was. So he it's was. kind of like his little baby, his 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 little thing that he pursued and 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 pushed on everybody. And I'll be damned if it didn't work. Like it's good. I I didn't even realize until this week that Rick Rubin produced three of their records. I did not know that. I don't know why it, it just went over my head. I didn't know it either, just because I don't listen to a lot of Linkin yeah. Park. Well, he didn't do this record. He didn't do Hybrid Theory or Meteor. I think he started on Minutes to Midnight, and then he did the next two after that. But, yeah, that was interesting to me. Um, do we have any stinkers on Hybrid Theory? No. None. Not one. Not one. Not even Cure for the Itch. Not even that. Why would you think that's a stinker? <laughs> it's not a stinker. There are no stinkers. Not, no. There are no stinkers. There are nine bangers for me. I don't know how many bangers you have. I got seven. You got seven? Okay. Mm-hmm. But when they're actually nine. Well, there's only seven. But there's nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so do we want to start? Uh, actually, where's Let's, in the end? In since the we end. We already played. Let me just scroll, 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 scroll. In the end is my three B. Okay. Uh, this is not a B for me. This is not a banger for oh, me. Oh, here we go. Here it's we not, go. It's not that. Oh, Tyler. It's so cheap. Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Let me, 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 let they, did, they they utilize a lot of things that are, that you may not agree with, but like, dude, don't come on. Just because it's popular doesn't mean that it's not a banger. Well, okay, get for, get over yourself, get your head out of your own butthole. And I know that this song's a banger. I know every word to this song. I've heard this song hundreds of times. And it's overplayed, so I don't fucking. But like come it on, dude, the, the the little pian the piano thing that the hook is just so stupid, and it sounds so. Dumb. It, it, it's this whole dumb. this whole band is dumb. And, like, you and, gotta get and over just that. and just how how serious Mike Shinoda is when he raps the verses in that, and then the transition is just oh my god! Oh, it's Lino. it's so embarrassing. Like, this, pulls the mic away, and then and then the <laughs> the part where where Mike Shinoda says not part of your property, and then it has that glitch <laughs> in it. Oh, it's so gross! It's hip-hop, so embarrassing! Yeah. It's hip-hop. so embarrassing! That's what that's what hip hop is to people that probably don't listen to hip hop. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But and the video is just horrendous. This is not their worst video though from this album. From this album, it's their worst. It's this the is worst not video. their worst video. It's from the this worst album. video from the album. No, that I mean, is false. All the videos are bad. Uh, Crawling is okay, actually. Crawling's Crawling, okay. Crawling's okay, but the other three, awful. Just fucking awful. Yeah, this is this is not their worst video though. But it is their worst. The, the CGI is so stupid. Like when every every step Mike Shinoda takes, like the grass starts growing and the vines start growing. I mean, it's it, so dumb. But it's set up as being fine. And they're all wearing like and he's wearing like that all like tan costume. I don't even know what it is. I mean, okay, okay so paper cut. We're gonna go on video. Paper cut's their worst video. No, paper cut's not their worst video. Paper cut is just because Mike awful. Shinoda said it was it was his least favorite. Dude, it is terrible. It's it's not good. Did you see their outfits in paper cut? I don't know if you. I did. No, okay. I did. So no, I did. I, I don't know if you saw their outfits because if you did see their outfits, I then did. you would know that that video was fucking pathetic. I did. I saw that it. video was fucking terrible. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes Chester Neither look does like in a, the end. It makes Chester look like a dweeb. He looks but he weird. chose. But he chose to dress like that. Yeah, just like because if you listen because to that a interview, child dresses to dresses just dresses. because a child. Chooses Presses. to dress like a knucklehead doesn't mean like you should allow it. He's a grown ass adult. He can wear whatever the fuck he wants. That's why you hire people like wardrobe people to advise you not to wear that disgusting, ugly ass outfit. So the one time the band, the band, you know, 
or Chester wants to do something on his own, then you're complaining about that when they're essentially like a studio band, like they're a, a record label band. They're not. They're not as big of a, of a record label band as 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 we say they are, though. They're they are not. though. They're not. They are though. Because nobody that? wanted to sign them, but this one guy, I forgot his name right now, but the one guy was the one who, like. Pretty much made them because nobody wanted that to. That doesn't sign make them. them a record label band, though. Dude, they were they're 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 not they're, they're not, controlled by this guy. They were controlled by. Well, this I mean, guy. they're for sure controlled by him, but they, they weren't put together. They weren't as much put together by the record labels as I thought they were. That guy, I think his name was Dave. We'll call him David. We'll call him Dave because okay. David sounds like a like a like a douchebag name. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this this guy this guy David they they weren't getting signed by anybody, and this is before they got Chester, and they essentially had the same music on their demos that was going to be re worked and extrapolated on for a hybrid theory nobody was going to sign him and then david eventually did kind of push him into getting a, a contract and i think david was also the one that introduced him to chester and said hey you should check out this guy yeah because he would work good but what that translates to online is probably like uh you guys need a singer and i think you should go with this guy because if you do go with this guy you'll get signed I think that's that's what's going on. Maybe, but like these guys, all they all work together. Besides Chester, they all work together. They were all friends. They all made music together. The only outlier was Chester. That is it. I so think Joe not, was too. They're not as big of a of a record label band as as we have made them out to be in the past. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I they're think not. I I honestly think the only really talented people in this band are Mike and Chester. That's it. I'm fucking surprised you think Mike is talented because because Mike writes and produces like everything that they did. I mean, I, they've I, ever done. There's there's nothing here that is 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 historic outside of just being vanilla for so fucking long. Well, I mean, overall, I mean, and Chester, I mean, take, take Lincoln Park well, in the context of everything. They're pretty vanilla. They're pretty kind of boring. You know, they're not. Like, Limp Biscuit's worst album is still just as good as like anything Lincoln Park's done. No, Results May Vary is not a very good record. Okay, you relax. That is relax. their worst record. And relax. Come on. Come Behind on. Blue Eyes is their best song. So. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, you're lying so much right there. Like It's not even a belief. It's not believable But they're not. Linkin Park is not great at anything. No, they're not. They're just really good at, at, at dumbing things down. And that's that's fine. I don't think I don't think anybody in this band is overly talented. I don't think Chester is overly talented. I think his lyrics speak to yeah. the masses. If that's even him writing these lyrics, he's singing them. I don't know if he's actually the one writing it or if it's him and Mike doing it Collaborating, together. Collaborating, yeah. And then like Mike, like as far as rapping goes, I mean, yeah, it's cool in the rap rock scene, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Throw him against any like the the, the, the heavyweights in the actual hip hop realm. No, he's, he doesn't stand a chance. No, he does not at all. So it's, it's not it's, that great of an it's MC. Fine. This band serves a purpose. They serve a purpose, and they do it really, really well. Yeah. And they're the best at being, you know, this type of band. Agreed. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. There ain't nobody great in this band. Though. When I when I did say Mike and Chester were the were talented, I I a lot of what we're going to be talking about, I feel, is going to be within the context of the band, not comparing them to every other band because they're not really that great. Like I said. So like the, the these praises are only within the context of the band. Yeah. So, because I think Brad Delson is not a very good guitar player. He doesn't come off as a very good guitar player. He's not that great of a songwriter. Never, never done anything that that wowed me. Yeah. Dave Farrell is just. I mean, I don't know. It's your I, boy. I can't. How is he? My Dave, the bass player. We love him, dude. The bass player. He's. You can't pick him out of anything. <laughs> and then Rob Borden is just. Uh, it's just so dull as a drummer. One of the most boring drummers I've ever, I've ever heard. So, they're just vanilla, through and through vanilla. 
damn, this is like the first time we've we've agreed on how bad a band is, but but still love them for some but reason. I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's still so love dumb. them. Still love it's them. So dumb. They're they're not they're not this, but they're they're lovable losers. Hmm. They're lovable losers. That's true. They're the underdog in in a, a heavy heavy hitting rap rock scene in the late 90s early 2000s and we can we also talk about how average everybody looks like they're <laughs> like nobody stands out like nobody like they're just like average looking people they're plain old people when you look at them dude if it wasn't for the liberty spikes they would i, I would not be able to tell like any of them apart <laughs> except like, they, yeah at yeah, all yeah and then when like cheshire shaved his head and it's just like okay now like, are you the bass player i don't know who you are yeah and i I mean, I, I'm probably going to continue to shit talk on the drummer, but he looks like a robot. Like he, <laughs> the, the dude has no emotion. I've never seen him smile. He's always like looking away. Like he's never looking like straight. It's like he's, he's concentrating so hard on what he's playing. Uh, it's, it's shocking. And then Brad Delson wears those fucking headphones. Oh my God, dude. They're, j- they're just so basic. That's, that's going back to the <laughs> crawling video or the paper cut video. When you see, oh, I don't know, and, they're, and then I, they're they're all playing acoustic instruments. It's like I, what the I, fuck I, are yeah, you doing? Yeah, oh my god, it's so terrible. <laughs> it's so and they're dumb. sitting on the couch. Remember, he's sitting yeah. on the couch, and he's playing, and he's like kind of groovy. He's bobbing his head back yeah. and forth. Oh my god, like, why are you so playing an acoustic instrument? Everyone else is jumping around. You're sitting there. You look like you just came from fucking like a the, the I don't know <laughs> the swap meet or something. You look like shit. <laughs> like you just woke up. You're not having fun. You're not smiling. You're yeah. not jumping around. You're barely moving. Like why are you even here? Like can you imagine if they if they were having fun? Like how much better the music could have been? Like if it had a ton of energy because they were having fun. But like this is this is why we think that Fred Durst is doing a, like a long con because. Like I don't think Fred Durst ever took himself seriously. No, I don't think so either. But I think Lincoln Park takes themselves very seriously. Yeah, and it and shows. That's the fucking problem. Yeah, it fucking shows that they take themselves seriously, especially when you look at you know the reaction to One More Light. Like, <laughs> like it's a joke. That album's a joke. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. It is. There, it's it's hard. It. It's 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 difficult and it's. It's dangerous waters yeah. to be shit-talking this band so much because of, of recent stuff with Chester and his battle and stuff. But, but I mean, take that out of it. Dude, yeah, you We're only talking about the music. I know. We can't not shit-talk their music because it is stupid. I mean, although we... Bottom line. Although we, we did attack them personally by calling them very average, plain old people. Looking. I have to, though. I It has to be I said. I have to. It has they to be are, said. They, but maybe that's where they relate to people because plain old people look at them... And think, oh, they look just like me. I'm a plain old person. Well, we're all so plain I like old them. people in well, a sense, right? I'm not. You're the plainest of people's. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're the vanilla of vanilla. It could be really good, though. No, it's not. It's it vanilla. could be. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I'm just irritated that you think In the End's a, a stinker. And that's just, well, it's that's not a stinker. It's not, it's not a banger. You're, 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 you're flexing like your, 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 uh, your, what do you call it? rebellious side. Hey, man, I'm a it's rebel a, through it's and through. It's a big song. It's a big song. It's popular. I'm, I'm, for, a, I'm a rebel through like and it. through. I'm you're a rebel silly. through and through. And then even even reading more about it, uh, Chester didn't even like the song. He didn't want nah. it to be on the record. Th- see, okay. He doesn't like to uh, play okay. it live. He didn't like to play it live. All right. You, okay. you read it too. Listen, listen buddy boy. Listen, Joy Boy. That's what Mr. Bookman said to Seinfeld. Okay. We read about this shit a lot. We read about like a band's huge breakthrough hit and, and how like this almost didn't even make it onto the record. 
And like yeah. I've read this story a hundred times. Especially yeah. when we do this pod. Like we dude, this is people have talked about this all the time. Yeah, but the difference here is that Chester said he didn't like performing it after he doesn't like to perform it. She noticed it that it was like, oh, it's kind of a lame song. Like Because it is a lame he, song. He kinda half assed it and like everybody ended up liking it and it was just like, dude, I don't know about that. I think they just I think they, they worked really hard at this and it 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 came out to be a banger, and then they pretended like it was like oh whatever. See, I don't believe that. Ch- Chester said he didn't like it, eh. and he didn't like it after. Nah. He doesn't. It's because it's not a banger on this. Nah. On this, it's not. I mean, it's, it's not catchy as fuck. So that's fine. But it's okay. only catchy because we've heard it hundreds of times because it's been forced down our throats. Mm-mm. That is false. Um, oh, the way not. Shinoda and Chester bleed into each other, it's like. It's not that it's, remarkable. It's, it's like Beastie Boy status. No, like, it's, it's all, they're dude. finishing each other's sentences, and it's perfect. It's, it's not. Dude, you can't even compare the Beastie Boys to Linkin Park. Well, I can because unless unless you, unless you're like comparing the like, same producers, and unless fine unless though, you're com- yeah, unless it's that, or you're comparing that they're rap rock. That's it. That's like the only comparison. So like two make. huge things that made the Beastie Boys famous. Yeah, but one is like, <laughs> but like, but no, but no, one sorry, of them. Literally, the two things but, that made the Beastie but Boys. But the Beastie Boys are through way better, but. I didn't, say that, I, didn't, I didn't say they're Linkin Park way was better. better. I, I just said that that's, that's what, what it reminds saying. me of. That's what you're saying. You're, you okay. think Linkin Park is better than the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I would never say that. That's what you sort. just said. That's what you implied. If anybody thinks that, it's it's, it's the new metal man sitting across from me who no, thinks that but Paul's I've never Boutique said that. is one of the worst albums of all time. I've never once said that. But I, mean, I like Paul's Boutique. In the end, it's good. It's good. But song. you should throw your copy of away. It's a three bit. Also, I guess we could... Touch upon the lyrics on this one real quick. Do you want to? Uh, I mean, is I it worth the, it? I think the title sums it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a song about coming up short. There's there's a couple things in here too that that rhymed that I thought was really cool. So when when Shinoda when Shinoda says what it meant to me will eventually be a memory. Yeah, there's a lot of cool rhyming in there. There is. I like know. that's I don't know that that that's kind of like a. That's not like rhyming one hundred and one. That's like the like if you pass rhyming one hundred and one, you go to the next step. You go to two hundred and one. That's where Mike Shinoda is right here. For the like, <laughs> what, most what's, the, what's the AP class? What's the high the highest? Oh, that that would I would just call it. I, I've never I went to college and I've never taken anything past like two hundred one, so I have no idea what those classes oh, okay. are. But we'll call them AP. Okay. Fair. I don't think Mike Shinoda's ever been in AP anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, because you can make a solid career just being in one hundred one. No, it's true. No, you're totally right. But yeah. th- this this so is like degree, so this is like intro that. to upper level rhyming. Okay. Like he went to the first day, he thought he knew everything, and he so thought he, he knew left. everything, and then and then he left. Yeah, and then he came up with this, and this is solid. Like this is cool rhyming patterns. This is a great rhyming scheme, and I like it. But like it's like the only time in the entire album that he does something like this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's all right. But like it's there. Like it's there. Mm-hmm. He can do. He's able to do. We just saw but him he do just, it. But he just chooses not to do it. I don't know if he chooses not to do it or if this was just like him really, really, really trying. <laughs> and it just was an accident. Uh, yeah, no, it just <laughs> like that was it. He was spent. Uh, that okay. was cool. What it meant to me will eventually be a memory. memory. That's so rad. That's cool. It's the other way he delivers it. I just yeah. like that type of like, uh, I don't know, alliteration. That's not really the right word. Uh, alliteration, but with, 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 uh, with, with vowels and consonants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so since it's not your one B, what is your one B? Well, that was my that was my three B, was which your is not B. your B. Do you want to do your one B or do you want to do my one B? It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Okay. I because you usually always go first. So my one B's uh, one step closer. That's really. Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. I don't care. I, I'm, a, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not afraid to pretend to be like. Oh, I don't like the biggest hits. One step closer is 
fucking fantastic. It is. I I like that song. It's that's actually my eight B. You're but. such a cock. You're <laughs> that's what you are. You why do you try so hard to do this? Because in the end, it doesn't really matter. You're such we a all fucking know that. cock, dude. But we you're all know oh, that. one step closer is too pop- popular. So I'm gonna put it at my eight B. I 8B. love one step closer. Maybe I, I love can that do, guitar riff. Maybe I can put like a deep cut, like fucking scratch my itch or something. <laughs> mm. No, dude. One step closer is a it is perfect song. It is a oh. banger through and through. It's a great song. That guitar riff. It's so stupid. It's so catchy. Dude, the swell into the riff, like just that gets my veins pumping. That's so dumb. Dude, Chester's got some pop pump vocals in here. That like his his style. That's it. That's solid. The dude, they're so opposite of like the heavy trudgy instruments. Yeah. Like he's 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 doing his own thing. It's it's boss. Like the guitar part, and then like the drum roll into the chorus. It's super. It's it's Lars. It's basic. It's very basic. He's a basic drummer. That is good. Uh, it's so. I good. have nothing positive to say about Rob Borden. I think he's. I do. I don't get it. He's. I think you're good. trying so hard to not like any of this stuff in your. No, but I love hybrid theory. Me. I love hybrid you, theory. I think you love the idea of it. You love no, the nostalgia the behind here. it. I you think love, there's some bangers. You love singing along to the songs with friends. Oh, it's so much. But fun. I think ultimately you are choosing and you are choosing to not like the biggest bangers because of that fact that they're the biggest bangers. Hmm. Okay. Probably not. I don't like in the end because it's popular. I don't like one step closer. Because it's popular. I swear to God, if your biggest banger is not a single, you're done. <laughs> you're fucking done. You're, <laughs> you're done. Um, I thought it was interesting, too. One Step Closer was the first single from this. Don Gilmore. Was yeah, it was the producer. producer. Uh, so One Step Closer was the uh, the first single. And if you if you really listen, Mike Shinoda is not really in it. Like He does background vocals. And like he's more of like a hype guy, I guess, a hype man in this yeah. one. Like he has very little input on this on this song, and it's interesting because before this record came out, they wanted the record label wanted them to fire Mike Shinoda. They thought he was yeah. useless. They didn't like him. They didn't like the rap part of it. And then the first single is All Chester. It's just a weird coincidence. Not a, I don't even want to call it a coincidence. It's just it's kind of fucked up. You know, it's like they want to fire him. Chester vouches for him. Says no, keep him in. Then the first single is a Chester song. So that kind of goes against like your record label band ideal, though, because Chester doesn't even know this dude. Chester yeah. comes in; they spent very little time together, and you know, like you know, the record labels was flaunting money in front of them. Yeah, they said, "Hey, do you you fire this Mike Shinoda dude? You will have it set. You will we'll give you five, six record deals. You'll have money for touring. Just fire this guy; it'll be all right." Yeah. And Chester's like, "Nah, bro, nah, yeah, I'm good." He stood up for his. So they're not quite as bad of a record label band as we have made them out to be in the past. Yeah, I guess so. I, you're, I, I agree. I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you on that. One of the few things. But then also, I also find it interesting that the second single was Crawling, another song that was mostly Chester, very little Mike Shinoda. <laughs> and then they put out Paper Cuts, which is very heavy. Mike Shinoda did not do well. They did not really promote it. The record label didn't really promote it. And then finally, in the end, comes out and then blows up. I, it, it's really weird how the the record company got it so wrong at the beginning. Yeah, because in well, the end is arguably the biggest song on this record. That's arguably like their biggest song. I yeah maybe no well numb was really big too. That was very popular. Spotify numbers in the end's the biggest. Is it okay? And then I mean, dude, like in the end they I mean they still played it. 
that if not their closer, like that was a staple. They would arrange songs around in yeah, the they, end. They would around they would they arrange would their stage performances around in the end. Yeah, arguably their biggest song. Yeah, it is. But they yeah, had none was also and it was there. their their fourth single and it fucking blew up. And the record label just fucked it up. They 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 fucked up by not putting it at the beginning. Not that it matters because this record sold so many goddamn copies. I think it's great that in the end is so deep in this in this mix. Like I I yeah. like I like it so late. Yeah. Because the latter part of this album, like the, the, the like the scratching song, the mm, forgotten, which is another one of my bees, forgotten yeah. is kind of a forgotten banger. Also, it is. You and totally then, forget about it. And then you have like in the end, a little bit before that, to I don't know, kind of, kind of get you back, kind of get the blood circulating again with something so easily singable. Yeah, digestible. Yeah, it's, yeah. You don't have to think a lot when you listen to it. It's like. It's like going wine tasting, and then like somebody gives you like a Coors Light, like oh thank God I can relax a minute. <laughs> I can have something delicious. Yeah, you know? well not like delicious, just something palpable, and I don't have to think too much about it. Yeah, that's yeah. what in the end is. It's okay. it's fine. The I bag, get that. It's good. It's good. Well, let, let's get back to one step closer because I I do oh, really yeah. I really don't oh. want to talk about in the end anymore because um, that song is just not even a banger. Um, so yeah, what what do you got lyrically on this one? This uh, it's this silly, but what do you got? It was just uh, I, I read it was just inspired by the producer Don Gilmore, who was constantly making the band do like rewrites, yeah, to their shit. And then I started thinking like like uh, well, I mean like like one step closer, like frustration. You're one step closer, like you keep fucking pushing me. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I wonder who Don Gilmore was. So how as a person was he just a total dick, and he didn't give a fuck, and he was just some corporate shill, and he just wanted people to rewrite stuff because he was being punished. Instead of doing like, because instead of doing new, no producer wanted to work with Clark. Exactly, nobody wanted to work with him. So instead of doing some fucking, I don't know, Miles Davis re thing or some repress of whatever, he got stuck with these kids from Lincoln Park. So he's pissed off and just because there were stories where 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 Chester would say, "Yeah, I'd give him lyrics," and he would like put them in front of his face, not even read them, and give them back to me and said, "Rewrite this." Such a dick move. But then I thought it's very Ross Robinson. But people love Ross Robinson, but then and I he has a great... That, that, that's what I thought. I was like, I wonder if Don Gilmore like, saw something, which I'm going to believe this because it's, it's less pathetic. Like, I wonder if, I wonder if like, Don Gilmore saw these kids. There was something there. Like, there, are, there is something to this band. Yeah. They've never really achieved that something, <laughs> but there is something to this band. Yeah. And I wonder if Don Gilmore saw it and said, okay, if I just keep pushing them like Ross Robinson, if I keep doing this and pissing him off, I'm going to elicit some type of emotion. And because it's rap rock, that emotion is probably most likely going to be anger. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of I, I, I lean into that theory more. Yeah. Because I want to. And and, and especially, you know, coming off of Corn being so huge and Slipknot just exploding onto the scene and all that shit was produced by Ross and Don Gilmore was probably taking pages out of Ross's book yeah. by pissing them off. And I mean, I, even at the drive-in had already come out at this point. Glassjaw was coming yeah. out, so it's like Ross was like on top of the fucking world, putting putting out all these amazing records. And so I, maybe that was the idea was to try to do something like Ross does, and it didn't really work. I mean, because it, it's not that angry of a song. It's it's like fake angry. Yes. you know, it's yeah. it, it's so cheesy. When I read that story about Don Gilmore and the lyrics, I thought. Dude, like it's kind of petty on Chester's part. Like I'm one step closer to the edge. Yeah. It's like, it's so it's so like 
<laughs> that's not the first time. It's so Chester's fourth grader. It's like it's so fourth grade. You know, it is. It's so lame. Like I couldn't believe how lame of a story <laughs> that was. And it, and it just it made me think more about this band and thinking like, dude, they're the most unexciting band I've ever read about. Like they have like you read you read anything about them, like because yeah. I, I always skim through their Wikipedia's obviously. There's no, there's no cool stories. There's no fun in stories. There's no interesting stories. It's all like, we went and made this record. Then we did all these tours. We sold all these records. And then we went back into the studio. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no controversy. There's nothing exciting about this band outside that's, of their music. You know, that's like another thing too. When they when they came out with this album, they toured like 340 days. It's, yeah, that's a crazy, year. right? Like, I couldn't I, believe that. Dude, that's insane. That is insane amount of touring to only have one day off every week yeah. if that like every week and a half to play shows every night i mean that's just dude that'll burn anybody out yeah but they didn't get burned out it's weird and that's weird it's, i don't it, and that's it, that's suspect and see that that's another reason why i think like this band i don't know what it is like maybe it's like the machine gun kelly thing where the record label wants the wants a band to become so popular so they flood them with money like Machine Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly, they wanted. He should be more popular than he is, but he's not. Like nobody, you can't name one fucking song he's done, but he's all over the fucking place. It's true, you know. So I feel like it was like that's how Lincoln Park was. And reading like right before they um, put this record out, I, like I, I don't remember what band member did an interview. They were saying, "Oh yeah, before the album came out, we were touring, and in our tour bus." And I'm thinking, wait, they hadn't even put out their first record yet, but they were on a tour bus. <laughs> they never vanned it. They never did yeah. little West Coast tours in the yeah. van. They went straight from playing at the Whiskey to being on a tour bus. Like, what the fuck? Well, even playing at the Whiskey's is, is I mean, that's, that's yeah, no I mean, picnic you have, you have either. Yeah. You get have some credit. Yeah. Although you play on Tuesday nights opening for some band and still shelling out money. Where Yeah, you might be... You know the sixth band that plays at like you know seven o'clock in Planet Seven. You know these guys went from putting out demos with no singer to having a tour bus. Yeah, it's it's very That's suspect. Not, now I'm a little more suspect. Now you got me on that one. Yeah, it's I'm a little it's more very now. very very strange. That's straight sus, homie. It's so strange, and I mean Chester just happens to leave his band Grady's, who had just put out a record, and we're getting some sort of traction out here in Arizona, and then he quits the band abruptly <laughs> comes to california joins this band and then they start going on a tour bus before the record comes out blows up boom 30 records 30 million records 30 million records later it's insane i i don't doubt for a minute that chester is a corporate shill he very well could have been yeah. i i don't i just don't because it just dude fuck it i live here in in arizona now and it's a shithole yeah fucking 20 years ago are you kidding me years ago? yeah there's probably there's just dirt out here there's nothing out here. Like, come on. There's no fucking way. There is just no way. That's silly. The only other, like the Gin Blossoms and Jimmy World are the only bands that have ever really made it out of Arizona. Yeah, I, yeah, you're pretty much right. That's it. Yeah. So how 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 did he get like hook up? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no way. You're a dime a dozen in L.A. People that sound like Chester, people that could probably write music like Chester. Yeah. They were a dime a dozen a dime a dozen in L.A. It's true. How? And then, and then, I mean, on top of that, then he goes on to be with Stone Temple Pilots for what that's worth. That's worth literally nothing. Well, it's worth a lot to some people because people love that band. That that's also vanilla, so that's fine. Agreed. But I anyway, the, this the entire origin of this band is very suspect, and 
anyway, one step closer. Yeah, one. St- we're on one step closer. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we. I think we finished that one though. Yeah, we're we're good with that. But, I bleed on my notes. But so it is. Good. But it is fun during the the bridge to yell, "Shut up!" When I'm talking to you, shut up, shut up. I'm about to break. Like it's it's so it's so stupid. Do you do you just say shut up though, or do you like do you aggressively try and say shut I, up? I aggressively say. Yeah, I scream course. it when I'm by myself in my car. I scream it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm stupid. Yeah. But anyway, um, so that was your one B, huh? That's my one B. I just <laughs> I love it. I don't care. I understand this band's a joke. I get it. They're they're <laughs> yeah. silly. They're goofy. This band and like the Wiggles are like the same. Uh, do you know who the Wiggles are? I do know who the Wiggles oh, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah this band, the Wiggles, they're, you know, they're, they're both a joke band. Wait, should we even play one step closer? We didn't even. Play oh yeah, it. play one step closer. Play one step closer. <laughs> oh man, so That's much good. shit That's talking. Good. I know. I oh appreciate my it. They're, they're, they're not all bad. Okay, so they're here's not half um, bad. <laughs> they're all bad. Here's a uh, one step closer from the Lincoln Parks. There's one step closer from Lincoln Park. It's okay. You're 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 talking. You're, okay. you're, you're talking. We're doing background stuff, but I guess yeah. we'll just yeah. talk about it now. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, everything so, yeah. is a man. That's it's a song. It's a song. It's a song. It's it's a big popular song, but I don't like it because it's a great song. Not good. It's a great song. It's there. It's the A B on oh the song. My God. Yeah. Why do you hate? Why do you hate just, this? Band? I just don't understand. Like. You've got to be tired. Because you've, you've been playing this game since high school. Like, you try so what? hard to not like popular things. That's what I you do. I love popular things. Are you kidding me? My favorite You're song. You're so countercultured that it makes no. like counter no. hippies like no. sick. My favorite song of all time 
My favorite song of all time is a very popular song. What song? Got the life. Yeah, you're an idiot. So this is yeah. Not only you're that, so not only that. My oh, my favorite Beatles, my favorite Beatles song, which is like one of my favorite songs of all time too, oh. is one of their most popular songs, Norwegian Wood. Dude, your fucking stupidity like makes get my get the back fuck stiff. out of here. Get like, the it makes f- my bones are cricking and crackling here. What does that even mean? I don't know. That was that was horrible. I'm just speaking. That was because horrible. I want to speak. There's words. When you hold the mic like this, you feel obligated to speak. Words are like bullets. Words are like bullets. Anyway, my my one B is a place for my head. Oh my god. That is my favorite song. That is the best song on the on the record. It's an absolute banger. What what don't you like about that's this? Not one? Even, that's not even that's not even a B for me. Really? Not a, no. Why? It's okay. First of all, it trails in the end. So. I don't. It took me. It's better several, than in the end. It, it, it took me several times to even remember what happened after the high from in the end. <laughs> there is no high when you listen to in the end. Like you're just flat out lying to yourself and you're lying to everybody listening. It's 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 fine. It's, 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 it's what fine. it's fine. with that opening guitar riff, like the 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 little bit delay there, mm-hmm. and then it goes into like this really cool rap rock part, and then Whoa. super catchy chorus, and then that bridge that that build up in the bridge where he, he sounds, I think. One reason why I like this so much because that bridge reminds me a lot of Jonathan Davis, like like the the whisper almost like where you're like gritting your teeth when you're singing, and then it kind of like explodes. Okay, I I think that part is fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. the only part of the record that sounds like that. That I feel like where they're really kind of like doing something a little bit different is in that bridge. Oh yeah, so you like the, the song record. because it reminds you of Jonathan Davis. That bridge does. Gotcha. But okay. the rest of the song does not. It's it's just like gotcha. that really good rap rock that they that they do on the record. It's solid stuff. I don't know why you hate it. I really I don't think it's get okay. it. Okay, I, I think like lyrically it's a little bit better than it is musically, but I think it's okay. I think it's fine. Wait, it's better lyrically? Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, the lyrics aren't bad, but musically it's much better. I had a cool bright eyes uh, thing in there. I'm, 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 what do you want to do? Music or lyrics first? Go. Do you want to play it and then talk? Or what do you oh, want to do? Play it, play it, play it. Do you want to play it? Play the okay. fucking track. Play the fucking track. Okay. Oh, no, my phone. Okay. So that's cool. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's so hard when we don't have a mic, when I don't have a mic standing. Anyway, here's um, Place for My Head. You're an idiot. I watch how the moon sits in the sky on a dark night, shining with the light from the sun. The sun doesn't give the light to the moon, assuming the moon's gonna bow with one. It makes me think of looking back for me. You do favors there rapidly. You just turn around and start asking me about things that you want back for me. Sick of the tension, sick of the hunger, sick of you acting like I owe you this. Find another place to feed your dream while I find a place to rest. Sick of the tension, sick of the hunger, sick of you acting like a hope for this. Find another place to feed your greed, will I find a place to rest? I 
best of me Go away, you Try to take the best of me Go away, you Try to take the best of me Go away, you Try to take the best of me Go away, you Right, there you go. Place for my head mm. from the Lincoln Parks. Mm. How can you not like that song and that 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 breakdown, that bridge right there? It's so yeah. That good. that part's really cool. That's, it's so that's good. good. That's the only time they do that. On do something like that. But on the rest record. of it is just it's just goofy. It's like the lyrics are leading the the guitar melody, and it's I don't know. It's, it's really it's, cool, man. It's cheesy and dumb. I, no, I it's not. Know. Get I the fuck like out of you. Would, if it was any other band that that were to do that. That's a banger right there. No, that's not. That's a banger. No, it's not. Place from Head is a way better song. So I don't know. I, I I don't I don't understand you at all. It's fine. It's no, it's fine. But that scream too, after it gets out of that soft part, it's it's like a blood curdling scream. It's so sick. So like I, I mean, because Kaylee will scream sometimes. Yeah. When you get a good scream, it gets like right into your ears. Yeah. In like like a vacuum, it sucks out all other noise, and all you hear is that scream, and it like hurts. Yeah. That's what that is. Like no, that is not what that is. It's not a, no, that's no, not it's like, not like a child scream. Come on, get the fuck out of okay, here. Okay, so you, I don't think you're around screaming that often. So like a good scream does that. A bad scream is just loud. I'm I'm complimenting his scream. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were no, being a jerk. No, okay. I'm complimenting his scream. A good scream sucks out all like all. It's like a vacuum. It sucks everything out of your ears, and now it replaces it with just this really no, this really really loud, obnoxious noise that really gets in and digs in there. Yeah, like a child's scream. Like when a child really screams, that's like the same type of thing. And it's just it's something that you you don't hear because nobody can duplicate it. Except children, yeah, true. Because they're I don't I don't know if it's just like their vocal cords or they're young or the older you get, just things change. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 unmatched. I, I get what you mean. Except the only thing is, a child doing it is very obnoxious and yes. annoying. But well, because it's not in key. It's not. It's yeah. Not oh, that, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's just screaming for the sake of screaming. Yeah. But there's be, not there's yeah, not many annoying. like singers that can just, just fucking scream. Yeah, and, and do it like, that well. Dig into your ear where you're like, holy shit! I, like, was the bass even playing? Where the, was there a drum beat? I don't know because all I heard was this fucking scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's I, good. I get it. I that's totally solid. get it. It's fucking fantastic. You don't like that little the little guitar part in the beginning, that the riff? It's okay. It's fine. Get the fuck out of here. That is the best song on this one. I it's it's top five. It's top five. Lincoln Park. I mean that's that song is top five Lincoln Park. This is spoken from somebody who thinks Meteora is their best, and then no, uh, I would. I mean, obviously that minutes to false. madness is their second best. <laughs> 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 All right, so what do you got for your two B? Well, I, my phone turned oh, off. Okay, so. this is fun. This is fun. Oh, crawling. Dude, I'm all about the bangers. I'm all about the hits. I'm all about. I'm all about them. I don't even care. Oh my god. I don't give a fuck. Okay, what do you got about this one? So if you don't if you don't know the song "Crawling," then you then you, you're stupid. You shouldn't even be listening to this podcast because you're you're, you're a butthole. From where, <laughs> where wherever you are on, on this on this beautiful planet Earth, "Crawling" is a fucking banger. The way the way he says the word "crawling," just like yeah. "crawling in my skin," it's so 
It's so monotone. Yeah. And it's so dumb. It reminds it, <laughs> you know you know what song kind of does that too is uh, distraction from angels and airwaves. Yes, it's that that droning thing that shouldn't sound good. It's terrible, but it 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 gets you. It gets your <laughs> attention. Like it, <laughs> but and you can't help but sing it. You know. And then like the way he says heal because like heal. <laughs> it's so Poway accent. I, I, I think I think like okay so now I'm kind of realizing like I like I, I think this band's a joke band so. <laughs> I think a lot of like the songs that I like are like joke songs. Okay. I, I like crawling because I think it's funny and I like heal and I like the when he says crawling in my skin yeah. because I think that's monotone and terrible. What about the segue that Mike does going into it? What, what mm, I well, can't even think of what it, what the lyrics are what he says. But it, it's 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 the pre chorus it's the pre chorus. It's the pre chorus leading into it and cuz Chester's singing the harmony and then he does this little like line it's just like a rap. It's a rap, mm. but it's just one line. I can't even wait. What well, does he I fucking mean, say? To be fair, like it's he's it, almost non-existent on this song. It's, it's probably the same as every other fucking oh, song on this album. So I remember too seeing them play this because I, mean, I never saw them live, but I would watch live videos when I was a kid. And every time they would play this song, because Mike has nothing to do, <laughs> he would he would actually play the guitar. He would play the, the backup guitar, rhythm guitar, or whatever. I guess because there's so much. It's so intricate, you know, the song. Yeah. But he would always play the rhythm guitar, and I thought that was really lame. I mean, the brief, like, I watched, like, three. The brief live videos that I watched of them this week, mm-hmm. seeing him with a guitar. He looks was, awkward. Because uh, well, he doesn't play he, the fucking guitar. He looks fine playing the piano, but playing the guitar, he looks awkward and yeah, weird. Because he's not a, he's not a rocker. He's, yeah. You know, I don't know. He's, he's a plain old person. He's a, they're all plain old people, but. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's whatever. What do you got on the lyrics on this one? Oh. Oh, let's open my phone again. Dude, I'm I don't prepared. know why. I should just change like the the change timer. the setting. Yeah. yeah, but I don't want to do that because that's that's difficult, right? Yeah, I thought this, this okay. So this song kind of like I thought dived deeper into the mind of Chester and his abuse and how he perceived himself as being constantly like dragged down by that inner demon, that yeah. that cloud over his head, that cloud in his soul. I, I mean, I guess we could just talk about like his upbringing. Yeah, and the terribleness that's that surrounded his early life, which is, I never knew it was that bad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that either. Like within his home life, and then you know bullying and. So like his his dad stuff. was was was, uh, LAP no Phoenix P. Or somebody, yeah, he, some, he was a police officer. Oh no, he was a detective. Detective. He was a te- detective yeah. that specialized in like like sexual crimes, like yeah. child abuse child specifically, abuse, yeah. things like that. And then Chester was abused by like a neighbor friend like an older neighbor friend yeah and it was kind of vague on how older i mean it could have been a couple years or it could have been like 15 years i i didn't get a lot of info on that which not it didn't really matter anyway but from like seven to like 13 14 yeah and then it's it is chester does kind of go into that in more detail in other songs and just him dealing with that but then also learning that his abuser was also a victim of abuse. Yeah. And then, like, that's a whole nother, like, can of worms. Like, you're already dealing with being abused, but then you have to, you don't have to, but you have to, you have to live with, like, do I forgive my abuser because he's just like me? Like, that type of mindset is, that shit is too heavy for a child. Yeah, That absolutely. shit's too heavy for a fucking adult, yeah. let alone a child. And that's... Like that is some gnarly stuff, and knowing knowing all of that, and kind of like understanding where he came from and his his addictions with drugs and alcohol, 
it just it makes things a lot more tragic. And I do, I do, unlike the Stones, I do give these guys a lot of props because especially Shinoda, they were very involved in his life. They were very mm. much a part of it. They there was even something I read that Shinoda and the band threatened to like break up Lincoln Park if Chester did not get clean. Yeah, I've read that too. They say, we're not going to do this anymore if you can't get clean, which is so fucking opposite of the Stones. <laughs> I know, where fucking douchebags. They just literally just let each other die because they don't fucking care. So I will give them that. And that's also kind of why I don't think, maybe they maybe they started off kind of as a record label band, but like, dude, that... that but then they grew together, yeah. That bond is solid. And, and that's why it's so cool to hear them progress as a band. Yeah. Even though it's all kind of lame, but it's cool to hear them progress. Yeah. I mean, but in the end... Oh god! Every time, oh man, it would be cool if we had it cued to where anytime we said that, that piano riff would start. Oh my god, it'd be so bad. Oh shit! But what what I was gonna say was like, um, oh, I don't, I lost my train of thought now. Damn, we're just talking about how how close knit these guys. Yeah, and 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 it's, I mean, it's what happens when you when you play three hundred shows a year. But not all bands are like that, though. True, they break up. Dude, bands bands will play together for for many many years and not give a shit. But then I wonder if it's because they're all plain old people, you know? Like they're average. They seem like pretty average dudes. And they don't really seem to have any sort of ego. Maybe Mike has an ego. How about this? What if they are like like the well, MSI so thing, like like the mindless self indulgence episode we did? How they tapped into kind of that that misfit realm, that yeah. forgotten the, the the rejects that no other genre kind of wanted, so they. They tapped into that, and it was very welcoming. Yeah. Because Linkin Park is a very welcoming band. And, they are, yeah. And they're all really, really nice guys. And Mike Shinoda is, like, fucking ridiculously nice. And it's irritating. Yeah, but... He's it, always nice. Uh, yeah. But then I heard... Um, there was something I, I read or heard... No, it was something I heard. He did an interview, like, a year ago or something. And it was the first time he had ever heard Slayer. This was, like, a year ago. <laughs> Or a couple of years. It was it was very very recent. <laughs> First time he's heard it was Slayer. Very very you recent. Like twenty years ago. No no. It was very ago. recent. <laughs> and they showed. It was like it was a reaction video, and it was him listening to Slayer for the first time. And it was the song "Angel of Death." And if you're unfamiliar with that song, it starts out very fast, obviously, and very heavy. But the first thing vocally that comes in that song is Tom Araya just screaming in the highest pitch voice you can possibly imagine and it's like blood curdling it's it's insane especially to come out in the late <laughs> 80s it's insane and it was the first time he heard it and he didn't like it he was just like no this, this he pretty much said this sounds like devil music it it sounds like it comes from hell and it just he was like criticized he wasn't being nice about it and he wasn't like understanding like this is metal this is like this is what you're doing. This is like the vanilla, like you do the vanilla, ver- the most vanilla version <laughs> of this. But he wasn't understanding that. Like he wasn't like giving props to Slayer. So he's not being a dick. He, he wasn't being a dick. He was just like dumb. It was just like <laughs> it was like the igno- it's like the ignorance is bliss, like to the extreme. Dude, like, there's a fucking lie. Chester writes ignorance is bliss. It's in this like album. it's like literally you've probably played festivals with Slayer, and this is the first time you're hearing Slayer. Not only hearing them, but hearing one of their most popular songs. It's just it was weird to me, like how almost disconnected they are, or a disconnected Mike Shinoda is. I could, I mean, it's I, so I could, weird. I could see that I being see in the that. music industry and playing these festivals with these other bands. Like you've never, like these are iconic bands. You're playing essentially metal music, <laughs> but you've never heard Slayer. I mean, you don't need to be like a, a, a I don't and know. it's not even being an elitist. It's like you could anybody, can, any dumb dumb can be in a band, and any dumb can, can true. Can make, like, how many how many times do we see pop stars? 
wear Slayer shirts or Metallica shirts or Ramon shirts. True, true. And then guys like like Nardwall would will say like, "Hey, what's your favorite Ramon song?" Like, uh, I don't know. I just bought the shirt. Like we see it all the time. Yeah. It happens all the fucking time. So it's uh, just I, I guess Linkin Park's like a pop band. I guess they are. They are a hundred percent a pop band. <laughs> Rob Borden can't even play the drums. They're they're a pop band. He almost broke his back playing the drums because he's so they're, bad. They're a pop pit. They're a pop 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 pop, 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 pop band. They're a pop band in mindset, but not delivery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they don't really know anything about music, clearly. Except keeping in key. That you're keeping in time and keeping in key. That's about it. Yeah, but I mean, when you when all of your songs are kind of in the same tempo and the same BPMs, it's not. Yeah, like I, I think you could probably take Rob Borden's drum parts and put them in so many other songs, and it'd be okay. You could probably take his drum parts in one step closer and put them in every Linkin Park song, and it'd be okay. Probably, yeah. So that's cool. And oh, you know what's even more annoying about him? Oh, dude, I I can't I stand this guy. this guy so much, dude. Every every video I've ever seen of him, he has a big ass fucking kid. Oh, that's annoying. He has like. You know, two, three floor toms. He has the the two normal toms on the rack. Uh, Obviously, the bass drum. He has a snare. He has some electronic shit going on. He has all Uh, these fucking cymbals. He doesn't use any of it. I I hate that. Use a fucking stripped down basic kit if you're going to play that. But then you got guys like Victor DeLorenzo from the Femmes who would play shows with just a snare and a hi-hat. Yeah, and sound great. And kill it. John Theodore plays a smaller kit than you have. You hear John Theodore's playing? I'm better than John Theodore. But. Well, he plays a very small kit. <laughs> he plays a very small kit, but he has some amazing... Smaller than this? Yeah, he only has the one tom and then a floor tom. And then he has he has the ride, one crash... Or no, ride, two crashes, and then a sp- like a, a mixed, oh, a so mixed he, one. Uh, Tyler's it's barely bigger than yours. Okay, so Tyler first said it was smaller. But I thought smaller, it was... So. Well, it is... It is Therefore, there. I am better than it's John like one. It's like one, one piece. Just say I am better than, than John Theodore, because I am. You're not. I am. John Theodore's the greatest drummer of all time. Next, next to me. You're right. Fact. Anyway, um, what song? Oh, do you want, should we play Crawling? I thought you played it. I know. I played uh, I play One Step Closer, and I played uh, Place for My Head. Are you sure you didn't play Crawling right I now? Didn't, I swear to you, because I, I like the song a lot. What, what, what B is this? Uh, it's my. Five. It's probably not even a B. No, it's my four B. It's my four B. Because it's a popular 4B, song. 4B, 4B, 4B. Like popular songs. I have a lot of nostalgia with this song and the video too. Love the video. When I was a kid, I loved the video. Love the, love the Liberty Spikes. Th- this video is cool. Like it's not good. It's not bad. It's just it's cool. It's what cool. what kids would call? Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. And that's I remember cool. I I recorded this video on on VHS, obviously. And my friend and I we would just watch it over and over and over again. And it's it's good. And it's I cool. aspire I aspired. To have those Liberty Spikes. You I, had those Liberty Spikes. But I didn't have the bleach hair. Well, I wasn't you, allowed to have the bleach you, hair. You wouldn't look good with bleach hair. Was, I know. I was, was, it, was, it, was a wise, it was a wise move on my parents' end. Yes. That was, to not allow me to have bleach that hair. That was a good executive decision. <laughs> I bleached my hair multiple times and none of it ever looked good. It never. It's, but so. When you have dark hair, it turns orange. Like you have to bleach your hair like three times yeah. to get it to be like platinum and blonde. And it fucking itches like crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's probably, it's probably different now because. Probably. I think we use actual bleach. No, we didn't use actual bleach. No, that <laughs> I remember my friend John used to bleach his hair when we were kids. And you you know, you're not supposed to touch it, but your head would be itchy. Oh, of course. So his mom would make him carry around a fork to, to scratch his head with the mm. fork. That's Maybe, nice of her. Yeah. He, he looked stupid, but. That's was, a good mom was, though. <laughs> All right. Um, here's uh, here's crawling from uh, Linkin Park.
There you go. There's crawling from Lincoln Park, their fourth banger on this record. So it's a good one. The video's great. So good. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, let's see. That was your two B, right? Because you are yeah. a um, I'm a corporate shill. You are a corporate shill. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. My number two. What? What do you? What your do you your number two is probably like Cure for the Edge. Because like, finally, fucking the DJ gets to do something. It's all good. <laughs> no. Or Forgotten. Forgotten's your TV. No, it's not. What is it? Runaway. Oh my god. Runaway. Yeah. It's a. It's. It's so good. Ah, I. What, what's wrong with you? There's nothing. I think this is the, like one of the prettiest choruses they've ever done. The prettiest chorus. Prettiest. It's pretty. That's it's, weird. It sounds nice. Okay, this is one of the few songs on the record too that was co-written by the uh, the original singer before, prior to Chester, Mark Wakefield, and uh, when the band was called Zero. So thought thought it was a little interesting. Zero to heroes. Zero to heroes. Should we play a little bit of it? What do you sure. want to do? Yeah, plus so I'll play the chorus because it's pretty. Just the chorus, nothing else, right? Yes, just start and finish the chorus and loop it. <laughs> All right, here's uh, here's Runaway from uh, the Lincoln Parks. Kanye West. Guilty by association You point the finger at 
Alright, there's a little bit of Runaway from Linkin Park. The second best song on the record. And I've never thought about the chorus that way, but yeah, it's a pretty sound. It's pretty. It, it sounds is. pretty. It's, it's even with like his kind of fake gritty vocals. It's just, it's pretty. <laughs> like I, I I I just imagine him doing like the hand thing where singers do, you know, like, like the I never knew. Like yeah, they, they like they put their their middle and their ring finger together, and then almost like they're doing oh, the demon yeah. horns, but yeah. the demon horns are, are are subdued, and they're just kind of like going up and down as they depending and, on how where their voice how their voice oh, fluctuates, yeah. and like you can't people can't at home can't see my hands, but it's going up and down. They are. I mean, yeah. I can I so, can. I'm seeing it. It's just it's it's a this is a really really good chorus and I really like this chorus. I think it's I think it's pretty. It is. Where, where does this sit on your bangers? Uh, this is not a banger, dude. Are you <laughs> are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> my top my top two bangers aren't even oh bangers for god. you. Are you stupid? Oh help me, Jeebus. Oh my god. Even the okay. So the choruses are pretty. Yes, but the verses are pretty too. If you think about it, like he doesn't uh. see he doesn't. He, on this record, he doesn't really sing that way. It's very kind of like almost like ethereal or, or like atmospheric. Like it's, it, I don't know. It, it's very very different from what he normally does. And then once again, the bridge kills it on the bridge. They they are very good at bridges. <laughs> they are good at doing that. They at the 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 quiet, the loud. It's they're fucking good at it. And they, Chester's a great <laughs> singer, and very little Mike Shinoda on this one as well. They are really good at doing bridges, though, and I think that's because the bridge is, is their opportunity to be sloppy. They can almost do anything as long as it starts and ends on tempo and yeah. gets them to where they need to go. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you on that But one. if they were better musicians, they could take that bridge mindset and just put it into their actual songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. It is. I mean, it's, it's sad. It's fucking surprising that they released this. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking surprised, so... <laughs> that's you know whatever I don't know for whatever that's worth but then the lyrics are fucking dumb in this yeah movie. they're they're not they're it's just it's literally about wanting to run away and just get leave all of his problems and it's him kind of saying like nobody understands him that's why he wants to leave it's very high school it's very like young adolescent it's very adolescent oh, and then he that. repeats like I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna not I want to it's I wanna yeah exactly it's like a fucking child yeah shut up dude <laughs> Okay, I get it. Yeah, it, it's, it is a very adolescent thing, a way of talking. Yes. Irritating. But I wonder if that was intentional, you know? I mean, I, I don't... I, I think it was intentional because I think that's how he thinks, how he thought yeah. at the time, but I I don't know. I, I don't think he's deeper. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think he ever got deeper. I, um, you know, whatever. Do you think he's has the Mark Hoppus syndrome? What? Oh no! But uh, I think he might have the Mark Hoppus syndrome, yeah, because see, like, like You're his, fucked, dude. it's these type of lyrics. I just don't. It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. But I think I think these type of lyrics, because like, dude, who hasn't felt like I want to run away, mm-hmm. like in the in the toy pads, I'll run away. I didn't even. That's a connection. So it's like, who hasn't thought that? You know what I mean? It's. It's it's a it's a it's a teen concept. It's a childish concept, and yeah, it's 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 fine. I'm not diminishing anybody's plight over anybody else's. It's just something that a lot of people, if not every teen, goes through. And that's why this album resonated so much with 
us as teens. Us as teens, just like Toy Page. And that's why I think as we get older, we, that's why we're able to fucking just tear this apart. <laughs> but then still love this record, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, dude, it's still fucking good. Like, it still resonates even today. Like, who, we still have these, we still have these, uh, these urges, right? We're like, fuck, yeah. man, I hate what's going on right now. I want to just get away and go do something. Yeah. Or get, just get away from here for a while. I hate my roommates. I hate fucking my children. I, uh, I shouldn't say their names. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just get away and go do something else. So it's it's goddamn. It's just dude. These are like you, you may as well be singing about like being hungry and thirsty because yeah. these are such fucking general topics. They really are. They really are. But like I said, that's cool. what resonates with no, with cool. the young with the younglings. With the younglings. So, um, let's see here. So your three B we already talked about, which was uh, uh, in the end, right? In, yeah, in the end, yeah, crawling was two B, paper cut was one. In the Wait, end, no, paper cut was one. No, one step closer was. Oh one. no, one step closer. Paper cut was four. Paper cut's four. Oh my god. PC's four. I told you I just chose the singles and then I. And then you went from there, that. dude. You, you're <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that, but that is basically pretty much what I did. You want to talk about paper cuts, dude? Paper cuts is so fucking good. Okay, that's okay. my nine B, by so, the way. Dude, you're such a cuck. You, oh my god, <laughs> you're a corporate shield, which you are. How am I a corporate you shield? Are. You because, clearly are. Because no, you're you're one of those guys that they that they like. You're like you're like Gerard Way. You're you're oh. like hey. Let's let's market this guy as super fucking edgy and super emo and super against everything. But then let's give him a fuck ton of money. And how is that like Gerard Way? How of, does that make me like Gerard of, Way? Because Gerard Way's a butthole. <laughs> and he, uh, my camel grandma's is garbage. Wow, that was the worst like analogy or uh, metaphor you ever tried to. I couldn't think of anybody else that was like that. So, oh, okay. so paper good saw. This is this is a cute little pop punky drum intro. I like it as much as you hate that boy. He is he plays drums like I do. But it's it's an electronic drums. I don't think he plays it. I'm sure he plays the drums. I don't just, think so. I think that's programmed. No, I'm sure he played the electronic drums. There's no uh, fucking way he no, sat I think back and let Mike should have pressed buttons. I think they're programmed. No, I I'm think he played. Sure they're I think he just played electronic drums. I think they're pretty. They're programmed. Well, they 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 sound like there's there's some type of modulation to them, but he definitely played the drums because he's probably the top three drummers of all time. Uh, I, I like I, I like I just like how the tone is like a little lower and it's not it's not too like sharp in the verses. Everything is kind of it's it's kind of flat and the chorus comes in and it's, it's really hard and the verse is really cool though. It's I don't know, man. Uh, like Mike's also, rapping on it is good. Also, having that high guitar part in the background of the chorus is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, dude, you gotta love Chester when he screams like skin. Yeah, like that word when he says I skin, know. skin. It's just like a siren going off, and it's oh it's it's God. a good song. It's super recognizable. That that chorus is fun. Mike and Chester, both of them are going at it. Chester's a little bit louder in the mix. Yeah, oh, definitely. So you yeah. don't hear Mike. Um, I didn't even know Mike was in there until he said he was. Yeah, I that inter- I read that or heard that interview too. But then after I listened to it with that in mind, I mean, I don't know if it was just like he was he was priming me for it. But then I oh yeah, like, that's totally what it was. I, I, I would have like, never okay, picked it up. I can I can hear him now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for whatever that's worth. But uh, dude, the way Mike comes out rhyming in the first verse is so boss. It is. It's I, so I, fucking I like it. I boss. Think it's cool. And then he ends each line with today, mm-hmm. and the word right before it rhymes to give it like this this weird <laughs> subliminal rhyming pattern that I love. And again, this is two hundred one. This is not rhyming one hundred one. This is two hundred one. 
It's he, the, it's a little bit more advanced class. Dude, yeah. he has these glimpses where he can do such great things, and and that's cool because we focus on the word today so much. Like, oh, everything is today, 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 today. The four, the four line. I think it's four lines, and they all end in today. But the word right before it also rhymes, so you're getting almost like a double rhyme. Mm-hmm. But you can't rhyme today with today because they don't rhyme. It's the same fucking word. Yeah, same word. Yeah. So it's it's like cheating, but also kind of. Slipping in like it, a little extra credit. It's a little. It's a little bit ingenious. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. I, I like it. It's I good. It. I, it is. I'm it is. You. It is like next level rapping. No. It's next level rapping. No, maybe that's no. Just is just these four lines. Oh, just okay. Not the entire. Okay. okay <laughs> no. Got it. Got it. Okay. There's only two you. parts of this entire album that are next level rapping. It's this one and then the one I mentioned earlier. And that was in the end, right? Uh, yeah, just yeah. that that, so one, that line. one line. Yeah. So five lines he does is next level rapping. <laughs> Out of an entire not record. Not like super, not like AP. We're talking 201. Yeah, 201. Yeah, yeah 201. 201. 201. Above, I mean, below AP. Yeah, I mean, better than like something I would do. Yeah. You know, I would do with the poo. <laughs> do. If we want to talk about lyricists, we could talk about mm-hmm. Jimmy Pop. Mm. Right? Well, that's. After that, listen through last night. So, so like, you have. This <laughs> is like real quick with Jimmy Pop. Like, uh, from you, Bloodhound Gang, if you don't know. You go to like Stanford, you do like rapping 101, and then you got like, you go to, you graduate to rapping 201, and because I never did that well in college, I assume you go to AP 301. But then <laughs> okay. Jimmy Pop's teaching like a, like an AA class for free at the church. <laughs> what? Like it's, it's that different. It's that okay, different. But you're not There's diminishing no his fucking, talent. No, not, not in any way. It's just something you would go because you have to go, and then you go and you, you hear him talk, and you're like, what the fuck? Like you're you're the best thing I've ever seen, <laughs> because a lot of like good people have been discovered like outside of like academia. Yeah, and yeah, and true. just because you teach a class about rapping doesn't mean you know shit about rapping, and so yeah. like that's I don't know, and especially because like going to AA would fit like not diminishing AA at all, but like seeing Jimmy Pop like teach an AA class is just <laughs> or run an AA course would just be I don't know that's that's his style. Yeah, I get it. I get what you mean. I, I in that metaphor. Yeah. I understand what you mean. Where you're going with that one? And <laughs> Jimmy Pop's so funny. He's he's bad. He, like, he doesn't make any sense how like how he's that good. I just yeah, it's irritating. He's offensive at times, but it's like well, it's well thought out. Like he's, I don't know. He he has researched the offense, so at least <laughs> at least at least he knows specifically who he's offending rather than throwing yeah. out blanket statements. Yeah, that's true. At least he's a little bit more educated in his in his shit talking. Yeah, very, very, very true. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Let's uh, let's let's play paper cuts. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Okay, here we go by uh, Linkin Park.
right, there you go. Paper cuts. Another bridge, man. Not as good as the other one. There you go. Like I said, Paper Cuts from Linkin Park. The opener on the album. Jeff's 4B. Uh, lyrically, lyrically, it's just, this is just like about anxiety, like severe anxiety, depression, second guessing yourself, and just kind of like the feelings behind that. So I, it's, a, it's a strong way to start the record, but then it doesn't really keep up with that lyrically. So that's kind of my, my viewpoint on it. What do you got? I think the same thing. I think this whole record is just it's uh it's it's in theme of that of yeah. of battling depression, addiction. Something's always there inside of you that you don't really know how to deal with and so it kind of like fucks you up. Yeah. Over the years mm-hmm. constantly. And I mean not not to say that's like a bad thing or anything. I don't know. It's just it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like I don't know when we're dissecting music, like for whatever that's worth, objectively, mm-hmm. it's it's. I need more. Yeah, I get it. And and if we're talking about like personal relationships, that's a whole different topic. But when we're just talking about words being spoken mm-hmm. in harmony with music being played, then that is that's also something totally different. True. But you also got to take a little bit in consideration, kind of you know the source material, who's saying these words, so. I I think that this this album entirely is one dimensional, and <laughs> entirely one dimensional. Dude, entirely one dimensional. Everybody, every musician is one dimensional. Nobody, nobody shows us anything deeper than what is on the surface. Mm-hmm. Beneath than beneath my skin. So, oh my god, there we go. Beneath my skin. That that transition from paper cuts into one step closer is so sick. It's like a. <laughs> okay, uh, do we want to wrap it up? Do we want to talk about anything else? Any other bangers? We touched o- upon all the videos, which we don't normally do very often, but they're so bad the, that, these we were to, terrible. that we had to touch upon them. Fucking trash. Um, Let's, um, no, it's, it's all right. Because my, my, my 4B was Crawling. My 5B is With You, which is a really good song. Actually, I want to I touch upon that really quick. That one was actually co-produced by the Dust Brothers. Mm. That beat was 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 them i guess which i thought was interesting it's a weird it's an it's a cool way to start out the song that it's like liquid soundy i i, I don't know how to explain that sound in the beginning it's good though a this lot of scratching this song's fucking dumb dude really this song dude that's oh, chord, so it's not a banger for you that no that that chord structure we've written that before like we've played that yeah. our, our our song that's um no like lit, like actually the uh that when that rudy sang the the punch drunk live mm. song yeah, that song. Instead of going down, like they just go up, and it's it's. I guess so. Like this just goes higher instead of going lower on our last note. It's the same fucking song, mm-hmm. and it's played the same. And it's dude, this song is so basic. This is a th- if there is a basic <laughs> BZ song, this is it. That's good though. It's it, so it, good. And it doesn't. It, I mean, 
I, I, I get that you like that new metal sound that's probably going on in here. You, you, there's not a whole lot outside that. Very rap rock. It's cool, but yeah. I like the I like the how yeah. Chester in the chorus Chester sings like the with he sings with you, but he he draws out the you, and then Shinoda raps over that part, and then he you know, it starts over like it, it's a it's a cool chorus. I like the chorus a lot. There there are cool parts. There's some like really low bass parts. There's yeah, like, blah, 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 like super super low. I think are really cool. Yeah, but uh, this this is this is cheese one hundred and one. Oh my. If you think in the end is cheesy, but you don't think this is cheesy, then you you, you got well. Duped. In the end is the cheesiest. You got duped. No, I didn't get duped. You I got duped. It's the way she goes. I know. Sometimes you get duped. Sometimes you don't. Well, that's wrong. That's that's why. That's wrong. that's why casinos make a lot of money for dupes like you. I don't go to the casino. Is it dupe or dope? What you said, dupe. I know, but like, if if you're getting duped, are you a dope? I mean, I is guess that where dope comes from. No, because dupe is mean like you're being tricked. You're. Yeah, but that's more of like a verb. But a, but a dope is more just like like an oaf, like just kind of dumb. So how do you how do you nounce a person that's getting duped? Like a dope. Uh, you just said fucking dope. You just well, said no, a, do- a dope. A, a dope is like an adjective. An adjective, but a du- but duping somebody that's a verb because you're 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 doing something to somebody else. A dope it would be no. A, a dope would be a fucking a, noun. A like, dope. No. A dope. You are is, a human. You are a dope. You are that, that dope is so a you're, person. So you're you're describing somebody, yeah. No, a dope is a person. Like it's like okay, a, like okay, a it dog, could be uh, okay. It could be a, a dis- Canadian. It can be a noun or it could be an adjective. It could be both. I but, think if you're getting duped, a dupe, you're a dope. No, but if you're be if you're being duped, it's different. Then you're a dope. Not necessarily. You could be duped and not be a dope. Anybody can be duped. The smartest person in the world could be duped. You're not a dope. Yeah, then you're a dope. No, you're not a dope. At that moment, then everybody's got, dope. At that moment, you got duped. Then you got everybody's dope. You're a dope. Everybody's a dope. Duped, you got doped. Dupe, dope. Dupe, dope. I think you're dope. This is this is a, a dopey conversation. The Pope is dope. That's all I know. So yeah, we Smoky can just wrap popes. it up, I guess, because we're clearly done with this album. No, wait, what, do you want to talk about something else? What else do you want to talk about? Not really. I mean, Cure for the Itch was cool. That was uh, that's eh, probably like your, that's probably like your one banger. Is that a banger for you? No. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's probably your one banger because no, 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 you're no, no. a wiener. And, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, forgotten was my six B. That's my seven B. Okay. That's uh, super aggressive right out the gate. It's, it, I, I wrote down as a forgotten. I misspelled forgotten, so it says for forgotten for tune. <laughs> but that's a that's a forgotten banger, and that's it really is. cool. Um, yeah, I. Well, that that song too was was it's, it says that I read that it was one of the very first songs they ever wrote. Uh, Mark Wakefield is also credited with this song, and it, originally it was called Rhinestone. Kind of a dumb name, Rhinestone Cowboys. Yeah. It was on the, the the zero demo tape, so from '96. So there you go. But it's it's I think it's probably the heaviest song overall, the heaviest song on the record. I I think it comes out probably faster, heavier, more aggressive than anything they've they've ever done, minus yeah. like three songs. Yeah, I'd say so. It it's like right out. Th- I mean, if you want to just play well, it like the first, like, by myself is also really aggressive too. That's a banger too. That's one. That's a banger too. By myself. That's not <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's how the other songs are. Should we? Oh, forgotten. You want? You want me to play it? Forgotten. Oh, that's so good. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> Here's forgotten. From the top to the bottom, I'm the top myself. At the core, I'm forgotten. In the middle of my thoughts, taking part from the safety. The picture's there. Let everyone escape me. Well, why should I care? From the top to the bottom, I'm the top myself. At the core, I'm forgotten. In the middle of my thoughts, taking part. So dark you can't see the end Skies cocked back Shotgun which can't defend The rain then sends dripping 
a cynic question forcefully the power suggestion then with the eyes shut looking through the rust and rotten dust. Right, there's a little bit of forgotten we just wanted to play the beginning because it's that's right. pretty much the song it's it's cool it's heavy heavy stuffs right yeah let's i mean limp biscuit made a career off of doing that sound better uh yes correct correct yes limp biscuit's way better than lincoln park that's the truth right no, I agree 100%. Like, then what, are you, what are you doing? I don't know. I just like to... <laughs> I like the dramatic pause, dot, dot, dot on the script. Okay. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's like a... Okay, so uh, what, you want to wrap it up, give your final thoughts, and then we'll rate it. We have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer. I mean, three is a perfect... <laughs> I saw you drinking the beer, right? so that's why I said that. What an idiot. What a dummy. Made mistake. What a dummy. Stupid. Three you're, is a perfect you're album. because you got duped by your own words. I know. Pod singing is hard. Pod talking is hard. Are you singing right now? Pod talking. Um, so, yeah, three is a perfect album. Two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but just give it one listen. And then zero is a trash fire. So what do you got on hybrid theory from Linkin Park? Go. I've always thought Linkin Park was hybrid theory, Meteora, and then Minutes to Midnight. Okay. And then they just kept doing it over and over and over. <laughs> And then we started doing the pod and like we brought songs here and there and it's and it's usually like you trying to get me to listen and I've always just thumbed my nose and like, no, dude, they've just That's doing, like to everything. They're doing hybrid theory again. I don't I don't want to hear it. I don't care. This week has been like truly eye opening and I've been I, dude, this band has gotten so damn good in their tenure as a band. And mm-hmm. it sucks that hybrid theory is uh is is kind of like their their staple, their mainstay, what they're known for, even though there's some bangers that they put out. Yeah. And I would venture off to even say like like even the hunting party living living things. Yeah. And then I forgot the second best one, but Thousand Sons. A Thousand <laughs> Sons. I would I would I would give those I'd probably put all of those at like at least two point fives. But hybrid theory I'm gonna give it a solid two. What? Because I'm gonna go back to it all the time, and it, yeah. it, like by per our ratings, it's a two. Because I will go back to it again and again and again and again. But it's not that great. It's not. There's nothing like great about it. It's just because you're pulling a Justin right now. How is that me pulling a Justin right now? That's like you pulling a Justin. I no. It is because then you would then you should have ranked in our rankings. You should have ranked Hybrid Theory lower. Be, but no. Yes. But yes. Okay, so like what? Okay, here's here's a here's a good here's kind of like a good a good uh, what do you call it metaphor? A good analogy, maybe I don't analogy, know what you're gonna a say. Good anecdote. So Netflix before Different. they did like the thumbs up thumbs down thing, you could rank a movie based yeah. on like stars, five stars, right? five, five stars. stars yeah. So everybody was ranking like Godfather five stars, mm-hmm. but then Happy Gilmore people were ranking like two stars, but then Netflix noticed that people were watching Happy Gilmore all the fucking time. But mm-hmm. never watching The Godfather, and so Netflix said, "Okay, well, this movie's really, really good, but you're not. Th- there's no. There's it's not, not a lot of replay- replayability to yeah. it. So that doesn't mean that it's not good. It's just it's a little too heavy to get into. Okay. So this is like the the Happy Gilmore compared to their Godfathers. It's I will listen to this more and more because it's so fucking easy. I can jump in halfway through and never miss a beat, and I could." Do anything else. Yeah. Do it. I can listen to some other music and listen to this at the same time and still have a great time. 
but some of their other stuff it needs a little bit more attention. Okay. And it's just it's a little bit better and a little more complex. Not a lot. Yeah, not yet. Not a lot, but a little bit. Okay. They tried. This one it was. This is this is this is a joke album. So you're and saying they didn't try on this one? I think they tried very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think they tried very hard, and I mean, you know, no like discredit to them. As much as I try ever in my life, I will never make anything that this, this fucking good. Mm-hmm. But per our rankings, to, to keep for consistency's sake. And for integrity's sake, this has to be a two. I cannot give this more than a two. I just can't. I would never dream of getting less than a two, but I just can't give it more than a two. You're stupid. I'll come back. I will come back. I know you will come back. I might even fucking buy it on the vinyls. I, oh, I, I would it. totally buy it. I'm not going to buy the box set because that's stupid, but I'll buy the regular version. It's like 20 bucks. I'll yeah, buy it. I'll, I'll buy that too, and I'll come back to it. I'll listen to it. I'll enjoy it too. But it's no Godfather. It's Happy Gilmore. Uh, better than Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison. How about that? Well, it's for some reason. Billy this, Madison is not that good. Because for some reason, Happy this, this, this cuck likes fucking Happy Gilmore, but not Billy Madison. Because Billy Madison is not that good. Fucking it's not movie, the same movie. Same it's comedy, not, everything. No, it's not. Do you like Happy Gilmore because Will Sass was in it? Is that why you like it? It's just a better movie. Oh, you're such a butthole. You're dumb. All you're right. dumb. Okay, final thoughts. Uh, I, I mean, I've kind of followed Linkin Park throughout their entire career. Like I said in the album rankings, I kind of missed it on Living Things. I didn't. I never even heard of it until this week. But you know, what what are you doing? Covering the mic. I was waiting for you to finish. Um. So yeah, I've 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 always really loved this record. Have a ton of nostalgia for it. And honestly, this week when I listened to it, I was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed this week, but you know, it was still a solid listen. And uh, some absolute bangers. There's one song on this album that is on the verge of a stinker, but that's okay. What song? Oh, in the end. No, Cure for the Itch. But, um, wait, wait, is, is that the name of the song, Cure for the Itch? Yeah. Yeah, that song. It's What's just, the Cure for the Itch? Nothing. Scratching. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's stupid. And now it, start, now it starts with Mike Shinoda talking. It's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hated it when I was a kid. I hate it now. But um, I don't hate it. But anyway. Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm honestly I'm gonna have to give this album a uh, a two point eight. Doesn't deserve a perfect three. Oh my voice cracked. Hear that? Okay. Yeah, two point eight. I it's I'm definitely gonna go back to it. It's better than everything that they've done. Um Hunting Party I give like a two point five. Everything else a two. Everything else is a two. Except for one more light, that's a one. But um yeah, two point eight. It's great, solid record. Love it. Highly recommend it to everybody. And uh, we talked a lot of shit on this record, a ton of shit. Yeah, there was it was like it was probably like ninety percent negative and ten percent positive, but I still give it a two point eight because I'm stupid. Well, it's not that you're stupid. It's just it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good starter pack. <laughs> good you know? starter, it's a good starter pack. pack. <laughs> it's a good starter pack. That's a that's a good way of of uh, of describing it right there. Yeah, it's fine. It's a good starter, but this is this is starter pack rap rock. Yes, S P R. And then, and then you move on to Limp Bizkit, who are the best at the rap rock. Mm. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, no, I did. Ra- Rage That's is fine. Rage is the best rap. Oh yeah, you know you're right. You're so right, it, right, it goes, right, right. it's Limp Bizkit and then Rage. You know, the, those yes. are the top two. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, that that's it. Uh, that's Lincoln Park, hi- Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory, and go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinite Radio, and um, that's it. That's all. That's it. Good Good. Good. Good.
It is not like mud. I don't know if you've ever had mud. I've I've tasted mud. Okay, so you've had mud before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, I'm gonna sit up because I'm irritated now. Coffee's trash. Mud is trash. What if Jonathan Davis offered to scat on our songs? Would you be down? Band was super dope because I was like, dude, I can like relate to all your lyrics and stuff, guys. And you're pretty heavy, and you do like the rap rock stuff, and it's pretty like accessible to me. And I feel like you write music that like is like my life. So that's kind (laughs) of what I felt, and that's probably what you sounded like in seventh grade. Yeah, when you first heard this record. Yeah, it's a song. It's a song. It's a song. It's it's a big. Popular song, but I don't like it because popular is not good. You're an idiot. They're, they're a pop pit. They're a pop 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 pop, 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 pop band. They're a pop band in 